0: Take, take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live 365 app from your Apple or Google Play store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go! Yo, what's good? It's your boy,
1: side, Listen. You're listening to the Salmage Voice Radio.
0: Walk with me. Let's go. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go. Award-nominated award radio station.
1: Back with an all time. This for you. Starting with the Thomas Voice Reloaded on Sundays at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Then the Thomas Voice Presents by booking only Tuesdays. It's The Grub at 1 p.m. Followed by Victory Over the Waste of Life with Sister Deanne Loubreen at 6 p.m. Thursdays Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sego at 4.30. Followed by Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach at 6 p.m. Fridays, Music of the Spirit with Trey Milner at 4:30 p.m. And Saturdays is our double hitter, and it starts with Saturday for Beth with Sister Lorraine Brown with Roberta Jones at 11 a.m. Central followed by Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m. Also download Live 365 and search the Summer's Voice Radio Network and you're in there. You can also follow us on Facebook at TPV Radio or visit our website www.tpvradio.com RadioNetwork.com. Walk with us family Let's go At Majel's Products We care for a better you With our handmade natural ingredients To give you healthier skin Body And stronger hair Like our face Foot Hair And body care products To order yours today Please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com Or on Facebook at Majows Products Get yours today And get your faster results Without breaking the bank. This is God's Journey Child Fed old, chestnut And you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network Walk with me family Let's go!
0: You're listening to Real Talk with Pastor Sago right now on TPV Radio.
2: City on my back, a whole lot on my chest. Treating me foul, had to tap in with the Load of the whisk. Them folks got bitch, now watch me get blessed. Had to switch it up, switch it up. Everybody ain't loyal. No. But my day ones with me been down since the soil. All these hard times ain't finna stop. Never. If my God be with me, then we pop. It. Okay. On the real, really losing, ain't no option. I got the word in my heart, so be cautious. I swear these fair seas really make me nauseous. Got my mind, ain't no time for no nonsense. Nah, straight like that, set it on whack. Only spitting facts, you can play it back. You can hit the truth when I'm in the booth.
1: You can hit the dough if you your get mad. my head. Your cousin, your nephew, you a real boy. talk. Way, like, Pastor like, Byron, say go!
2: What you finna do
3: when you get in Hey, 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 what is good, everybody? And you already know, it's your brother, your cousin It's your one and only nephew Hey, this is Pastor Byron Sago And I want to welcome you all to this episode of Real And look, it is uh, November uh, the 19th, and you are with us, you are live with us just for a little bit for another episode of Real Talk. So you already know how we get down here on Real Talk. I want to start off by sending my big shout out to the TPV Radio Network, the TPV Radio family, everybody that's a part of the TPV Radio Network. And everybody that's, uh, that's 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 coming on and just just, just being with us uh, in this family. Hey, I salute everybody. TBP Radio Network, Pastor Chris Newton, Lady Camille Newton. Hey, I salute you. My wife, Lady Natanya Tago. Hey, I appreciate you. Love you. Hey, my kids, uh, Malcolm, Ebony. Hey, I appreciate you. I love you. Hey, everybody. Light Hope Fellowship Ministries, Blessings on the Block Community Outreach. Hey, I salute you, and I appreciate y'all riding with us for just a little bit as we move through this, this, uh, this, this time that we're dealing with right now. And it is, a, it is a rough time, but hey, you know, we got God, and that is what it's all about right there. So, you already know how I always start this show. I tell you, we don't talk politics. Hey, I'm not going to bash any politician. We don't talk about politics, we don't argue about politics. Hey, so that's how we get down. So we don't get down with politics here on TPV Radio Network or with Real Talk. So I always like starting off by saying that, and here at Real Talk, we talk real. And ladies and gentlemen, I think we have a great show uh, for you on uh, today. I guess everybody's saying that, hey, um, we don't talk politics, but that's okay. I have a, a, a great uh, 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 politician that's on But this particular politician She is about uh, community That is her passion And that is one of the great reasons Why she well you know what I'm gonna let her Tell you about why she got into uh, into, into politics anyway But ladies and gentlemen I want to introduce you To Colleen uh, 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 um, City Councilwoman uh, Melissa Brown, she is riding with us on tonight with real talk. Councilwoman Brown, are you on with me?
4: I'm here. How are you doing, Pastor?
3: Hey, I am doing great. I'm doing great. Hey, I've been I've been so excited about this this show. I know you're super busy with your new job as a Colleen City councilwoman. I know they probably already got you to the to the to the four wins, so I, I appreciate you. Just being with me uh, on tonight and just uh, just just uh, just just talk about uh, what's going on in the community and stuff like that. So so hey, let's start off. Hey, introduce the listeners to yourself. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Uh,
4: see, that's the part that I'm the worst at when you want to hear about me, but I'll, I'll give it a shot. So, my name is Melissa Brown. I'm 39 years old, and I grew up originally in Upstate New York. I came from a family that was well below the poverty level, pretty much at destitute. So I know what it's like to get your WIC check, your food stamps and your welfare on the first of the month. And by the 10th, you're reaching out for that that government food box. You're eligible for the month. And by the 18th, you're hitting the food shelters because you don't know where the next meal is going to come from for your family. Um, I joke, but I'm not joking. By the time I was six, I had my own water. My own cable, my own electricity, and my own gas shut off. Uh, all <laughs> I own. think we all need that. <laughs> <laughs> so I I know what it's like to be in a situation where you feel like nobody else in the community cares about you, and especially if they're able to get up out of that position or if they've never been in that position before. I've been in Queens since 2008. I've got a husband I've been married to for 20 years a 16-year-old son, and an 11-year-old daughter, and I hope that this will be our permanent forever home. And I need to make sure that Colleen is the best place possible for myself and my family, and I see so much potential here for us.
3: That's good. That's good. Well, you know, I the first time we, we met, well, I've always seen you at a lot of community events, but I didn't find out. Uh, that you were uh you were running for city council until we were at the uh James Scott Reed event and you told me and I was like, "Oh wow. I see you around all the time, but never knew um that 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 you were running for city council." So, you just got sworn in. How was that?
4: Ah, uh, it was uh stressful. It was nerve-wracking, but it was exciting all at the same time. Uh I've watched Colleen City Council for years, and I I've witnessed from the audience that there is no warming up period when you get sworn in you just go straight to work but experiencing it firsthand that's entirely different. Yeah, yeah.
3: So, 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 how has it been? How, how, how does it feel? Cause you, you were just sworn in uh, a week ago.
4: A week ago today.
3: A Week ago today. Uh, so. <laughs> So how does I mean I mean how did how does it how did it how does it feel now to be to be called uh, a councilwoman because uh, I remember when you won when it was out that you won that was the first thing I started calling you was 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 was, was councilwoman so how does it feel for people to call you councilwoman now instead of just uh, Melissa? So, so do you know that feeling when
4: you first? married uh and and you're hu- you're getting called husband and wife uh it's kind of like that it's exciting and it, it 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 really brings in happiness but at the same time, I'm still getting used to it
3: yeah yeah, and i think I think it's gonna take some 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 to you know because. People are calling you at Councilwoman Brown and you keep walking and you're like, oh you're talking to me so I think that's going that's that's gonna take a little bit of time to get to get used to. So this is your was now was this your second time your second time running uh for city council?
4: This was my third time running. So I ran for at large in two thousand eighteen and then I ran for district two last year. And uh, uh, there's this, I, I don't have Quit in me, so when I know that I can do something, I I just keep going until I get what I want or what I feel like I need to do.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good. So, so now, 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 now with with the city council, are you assigned to a certain area? But if you're if you're just on the city council, you kind of have an outlook of all the areas within Colleen. So.
4: Personally, I'm an at-large council member, which means that every every person who resides within the city of Colleen is my constituent. I over, overlook and make decisions for the entirety of the city, and we have four other council members that are district members, and so they have sections of the city that they're primarily responsible to. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Okay. So now I know you have a big passion for the community, and now that's 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 where most of our conversation is going to come from on tonight. So you have a big passion for uh for the community. So where do you where do you see the Killeen community at right now at this particular time?
4: Right now, I see. I see not a broken community, but one that's that's bending. When I first got to Colleen in 2008, one of the reasons we left the place and decided to buy here is because we had everything accessible to us. We had everything you would need from a big city, but it had a small-town feel. And I feel like the more we're developing and growing and spreading out, the further we're getting away from that. And you see that as we're getting away from that community feeling with neighbors looking out for neighbors no matter where they live, we we're seeing crime rates rise. We're seeing young kids being killed more. We're seeing drug abuse and child abuse going up. And, and I think that if we can come back to that community, to so everybody looking out for each other, it's not going to solve all our problems, but it it would definitely be of assistance to
3: it. Mm. Now have have you have you seen those numbers increasingly grow? Um, here within the last couple of years because, I mean, we we can look on the news every day and we see so much crime that's going on. So um, how do you think is going to be the best way to, to, to address that? Because everybody has their own their own thoughts and their own processes of what they, what they think is wrong in the Killeen area. And I just don't want to, and I know you're Killeen councilwoman, but I don't want to leave Hawker Heights out with the, you know, Hawker Heights or Culver, any of those areas. So how, I mean, so how, how tough has it been so far just to be able to say, Hey, we, 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 we have these problems. Are people kind of like thinking the problem doesn't exist or, Do people know it it exists but just don't know how to fix the problem? See, I
4: think it's that second one. I've literally talked to thousands of people in Colleen over the past – this election was unusual, so we ran for 11 months. And over 11 months, I I talked to thousands of people, and they recognize there's a problem. We would – You'd have to be completely secluded, not paying attention to any news, any social media, not talking to anybody, to not realize that crime is going up and we have a problem. But it, it's coming together and figuring out how to address it. So nobody nobody knows how to address it. And we have hundreds of great organizations that all have ideas uh, that are doing their best. And it's a matter of hopefully trying to bring them together and getting the city to, to work along with them. Um, because the city can do whatever we want to. We can put hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars into it. And if the community doesn't buy into what the the city is doing, nothing will change.
3: Hmm. That's good. Now is it now do, do a lot of these, these do a lot of these organizations, um have you seen so far and again I'm I know that you are involved in a in a lot of stuff because I always see you out at a lot of these, these these events. A lot of times, if if you know if I'm there, then I see you there, or you know something like that. So we always kind of see each other. So during this time, is it a lot of these organizations? Do you see a lot of organizations that that want to participate, or do you see a lot of organizations as well that don't want to participate? and they just don't want to be involved in the community because it's just a care about their own little little thing.
4: So since this is real talk, I'm going to talk real about this, and I'm going to tell you there's a combination. There are those organizations that don't care who gets the credit, that don't care who gets the glory for it. They just want to get out there and help, so they're willing to work with anyone. They don't need to take top billing on it. Well, we have a good share of organizations that that they want to help, but they only want to help if they can be the ones that get that credit for it. And so they're competing with each other instead of working together, which means they're competing for grants, they're competing for other funding, they're competing for the same clients that they'd be normally reaching out to help together. So then when you're dividing yourself because you're worried about who's going to get credit for it, nobody can succeed. Mm.
3: That's good. A- a- absolutely, because I think everybody wants to be um the the, the, the chief organization or everybody wants to be an organization that, that wants to uh get all the get all the glory or end up on the on KWTX News or whatever the case might be instead of working together and then I think a lot of people fail to realize that when, when organizations work together, there's a whole lot more that can that that that, that can be done um when organizations uh work together and I think that's the problem. So 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 Miss Councilwoman, how do we how do, how do you think we, we that, that problem can be fixed or or just people just have to slap themselves across the head and say, Hey, I gotta do better.
4: I am key on not only community but education, right? So some of these organizations don't even realize that they're shooting themselves and that's what, by, by competing with their, their fellow groups. So educating people on the fact that if you come together, yes, you may not get the full amount of credit, you may not get the full amount of money to your own organization, but you're going to do a greater amount of good. And that's where we start weeding out the groups that really want to help the community and the groups that really just want that attention and really just want that name for themselves. I think once we, we get that and we sort that out, the city should be working in conjunction with these organizations because for too long, government has thought they have to do it all themselves. We need to create another group or we need to create another fund. We have to create another way to pay for it. Why would we do that? When we have organizations that have the funds or the volunteers and the desire, but just don't have the ways and means of getting access to doing these things.
3: Mm, mm. So that way, those those ones that that have that that want to do it, truly want to do it. Um. They just don't have those that that funding, and sometimes the city is able to give pro- provide that 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 funding. So so do you you think you think that the trouble is that. Uh, like you said, a lot of people don't don't know that there is assistance out there from the city. Or is it just um, some there's some points that the city doesn't want to help those organizations? So is it that the organizations don't know, or is it that sometimes the cities, and I'm including all cities, uh, don't want to um, release those funds or release that what what they can do? with to those organizations so is it the city or is it the organizations
4: so i'm going to talk in general terms
3: i don't get myself in trouble okay no no and i i i look I, i i wanted to talk to you and tell you that i know there's certain stuff that you can't say i got that because you're in position now but again i truly understand that so so you I'm gonna talk in general
4: times but but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who likes or dislikes my answer. I think you of all people have figured out that I'm gonna say what's on my mind and how I truly believe and right. whether you like it or not, at least you know where I'm coming from. So to answer your question I think it's a combination of both. The access to the information for the funding that out there that's out there can be difficult to find, difficult to navigate, difficult to apply for. At the mm-hmm. same time, Government bodies in general, as soon as they start giving out funding to organizations that are not part of their government structure, they lose all control over how that money is spent. So if if they want something done a particular way, they can't have a full and total control over that if a different organization outside of that government body is handling it. And, And so I don't know, is it intentional that the group can't find out what funding is there? Uh, or is it just something that that's put there as an obstacle to make sure that the groups that want it, that are going to do the work are researching it and making that full effort to find it. Hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah. And so when we when, when those things are are going out, so and and, and I know that that the, the funding is set up based off of um, uh, what the city has or has decided to do on from, you know, uh, I'll, I'm assuming, and correct me if I'm wrong, that there are a lot of things that the cities have already uh, voted on to fund uh, years and years back to where things are just coming up like right now to be used with
4: those funds. Am, am, am I correct by saying that? So I'll use Colleen as an example. In Colleen, we have a five-year plan for all our capital projects, which means all the streets, the drainage ways, the water sewer lines, stuff like that. So five years in advance that gets voted on, well, in five years, those things are already in progress, and there could be four brand-new councils that are elected into place in that time. Uh, When it comes to grants for organizations, those are decided on an annual basis, but the the city has to put a five-year plan out that says for the next five years, this is how we're going to use these grants and how our preferred distribution is going to be.
3: And that—that's—I uh, mean—that's that, great information, and that's one reason why I—I um, I, I really want you to come on because I know you have some great information. I know your passion is, you know, with the community. So let, let's let's still talk about community. So what about um, our kids in our community? Now I think we see that there's uh, not a lot to do um, mm. for 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 our kids in this in this area. So. Mm. How do we, how do we see that through to, to where to where you know we, 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 we can we can get our kids something positive to do? I mean even something positive even somewhere nice for them to 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 just to to hang out or whatever the case might be. How do we bring out? How do we make the the cities, all of them, understand that you know we we, we have to have something positive for our kids to do.
4: Oh, so, so now you're asking what sounds like a simple question, but is really complex. So first of all, the, the best way to get any elected official to understand is to bring as many people as you can out to them and talk to them. So like bring a bunch of young people to a city council meeting and have each and every single one of those individual young people address the city council about why it's so important to them that we have things for them to do and what types of things they want, because we can have committees and we can have staff reports. When it comes from a 14-, 16-, 18-, 20-year-old, and we've got 30 of them standing there in line waiting to discuss it has a different impact. I think mean, the other thing we need to do is get off of this idea as, as government bodies that we have to fund everything or it can't happen. So, and I've talked to you personally about this before, which is having the city make more connections with our organizations that we have, the community organizations, the churches, the school districts. So there are churches in this community that have baseball fields, that have football fields, that have basketball courts. They have all of the different activities that could be useful to young people. Uh, obviously, the schools have gyms. They have football fields. They have playgrounds. And so, how do we make that relationship so that the citizens and the youth can go out and have access to it, where we can still have supervision for them, so we make sure that they're being safe,
3: um,
4: but they're able to get that energy out in in a way that that's healthy for them, right?
3: Right. Right. And, and, and so that.
4: I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Look, I, I was going to say, so that's a two-way street, though, because those community organizations have to be willing to come to the city and, and sit down with the city and meet us halfway. The city has to be willing to go out to those organizations and sit down and talk to them and meet them halfway. Because I understand nothing comes free. So, you know, these organizations, they still have to pay the light bill while people are in there so and stuff, pay cleaning bills, stuff like that. But at the same time we're running out of places we're running out of activities i'm just, I'm actually sitting in my car condor park right now and i'm watching the playground and it's such a small playground for such a large neighborhood mm, it, yeah it's, it's kind of sad
3: yeah. now now I, I remember one time and, and it really it, it really it, i was really proud of you when you when you told me this when you said that um that um, you went out to one of the parks. I don't know, Wisconsin Park, wh- wherever the the basketball courts were in in mm-hmm. So you went out there, and the kids were out there. It was like nine o'clock at night or something like that, and weren't any lights out there. And then within two days uh, or a day or so, that you that that you that you had those um, had those lights on to where those kids can have somewhere to play basketball. And that's the type of passion, ladies and gentlemen, that. Um, we have on the Killeen City Council that 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 will that will go above and beyond. Uh, City Councilwoman Melissa Brown went above and beyond and gave access to to these kids, so the kids won't have to play basketball um, in the dark. You know, right? And that, so, right? So that that was, so I, that, I, I, was I. was really. Like,
4: so here's the thing. so that was Long Branch Park, and it was okay. Um, it was not quite 7 o'clock at night now that it's getting dark earlier. You know, they were out there at 7 o'clock at night playing basketball in the dark, about 50 people, and they said the lights don't come on until 9 o'clock. It doesn't matter what time it gets dark. And I said, this will get fixed. And sent a couple emails. I was not a councilwoman at the time, um, but I I made some e- or sent some emails, and the next night at uh, Seven o'clock, the lights were on. It was light for them to be on the court, even though it was dark outside. And just to see, so here's where the reward came for me. Because while I was sitting there, people were out there, they were enjoying themselves. They were playing, I knew that they were safer for it. But there was a family that walked by, and there was a little girl, probably no more than three or four years old, who went running up to the basketball court and she said, Look, mommy, I can see. Well, yeah. first of all, it doesn't bring joy to your heart knowing that you helped bring that excitement to your little ones. Uh mm-hmm. But second of all, it broke my heart at the same time because I'm thinking, okay, so for how long this little girl's maybe entire life, she's been used to coming out at night and not being able to see the basketball court. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And I mean, and that that was, I mean that 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 was that was so good because number one you were you were also ensuring the safety of, of 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 these of these kids, and it was giving those kids something something to do because you know the lights don't come on till nine o'clock you know um they'll be out there playing in the dark you know until nine o'clock i mean I don't know its just, it becomes it becomes a whole lot of things that could happen while, you know, those kids are over there playing, you know, in, in the dark. So there's a whole lot of things that, that, that can happen. So I'm so proud of you for that. So, hey, Miss Councilwoman, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. The radio station got to pay some bills. When we come back, we're going to finish up this interview. So ladies and gentlemen, Miss Melissa Brown, Councilwoman Miss Melissa Brown, we'll see you in a second.
0: You're listening to Real Talk with Pastor Sago. Right now on TPV Radio.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sound the alarm. <laughs> Yeah, it's going
5: down, y'all. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's girl. Yeah. Miss Lady Boo. Show uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? representing represent a straight Valley. family, baby. Family. Family. Keeping it in blood, blood, the blood, thicker in than mud. mud. I'm trying to tell y'all, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That's the biz. A I got on. my boy, Mr. Dale, his Hold whole crew. Cow. Cow. I got my brother, Lil' E slash B-A-D-E. My homeboy, P.B. Memphis. P.B. Memphis. dance Don't forget about your boy, M. Child. You know what I'm saying? It's going down, baby. Crazy Lady Entertainment. I'm putting it down, for y'all. He's going down independent. one.
2: Make a brother wanna get up and bug, get bug, straight cut. We rock your love, Mr. Straight hit off. Now we ready, now I'm ready, now I'm ready, now I'm ready. Now we ready, now I'm ready, now I'm ready. Make a brother wanna get up and bug, hit bug, straight cut. We rock your love, Mr. Straight hit ya. Now,
5: now we ready, now I'm ready, now I'm ready. Me. To hate it's just a hate tryna get up on my team Baby, get up, on me, have you lookin' kinda of sloppy when I point a First I hit you with the beam I'm fed once and tryna get up with my man. I don't care he ain't rolling with the plan. Plan to be a blessed young nigga there when I finish rockin' shows. Can't pay, don't you wanna understand? You don't wanna go to war with this lady, lady boo. Started as a fan, now you round with my crew. Everybody knows you will not wanna be gonna end up broke. So you keep taking checks like you do. Hangin' with my partners, trying to keep a level head. Riding in the seat, feelin' like a bed. I was pray to God, but it's hard not to want to hang cow suckers all up in my face and in a bed. Walking around town, actin' like you beat us. Callin' a nigga phone, tell that, that you wanna hear. Don't you feel stupid when he say, girl, please, you the cheese, man. Oh, I don't really want to hear. Try to be like Lady, cause I fit the CEO. Wipe my own checks, pimp, I close my own doors. I ain't trying to take that crap no more. Trying no to turn an artist, you'll never, never. Right in LA, feeling good up in the shade. Move to ACL, cause I'm trying to get paid. Everybody saying, oh man, she sold out. Pimp never made self-made to the grave. I'ma get you, mama, where it really, really hurts. Listen to my old rap, throw my old verse. It's all good in the hood where I'm from, BAG. Y'all know that I had to stop first. Yeah, make a
2: buzz, I wanna kill. Pimp, uh, we no. Mr. hit we must to start so now we about to blow up now we rain now we raining now we ready now we ready now we ready now we ready make a brother want to get off before tip book, cut up we cross up no Mr hit your we must to start so now we about to blow up now we ready now we ready now we ready, now we ready, now we ready, now we ready. We ready now, we ready now, we ready now, we ready, what, 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 ready ready what a H-O-L-Y, H-O-L-Y, and we still fly, but here's another one, one. I got another two, another buster claim he got a lot of like, Lauren like Hill, two. you just lost, lost one, one. Spirit, don't forget your soul. Jesus blessed us. Now we ain't control. Uh-huh. on me, cause is style is old. But you can't blame them, cause I'm saving souls. I rock that MP, ride the track. Drap yeah, people, bro, didn't know I had it like that. Like the farm was a gap when the style is flat. But DOD on the hill, and he got it like that. And a PAZ, see? bucking for the Trinity. Laughing, I hate it. I hate it, cause they can't be free. Independent Christian living, never slipping. Prince of Memphis, King Jehovah, Alpha Omega, man I hope you're Soul is
5: come kingdom coming, suckers running, cause they got it twisted from the beginning. When the trumpet sounds, I ride that thing like lightning, listen, H O
1: O L Y O U T
2: Wanna get off and for skip book, uh oh, uh, we cross so uh, no Mr. Hitchha wanna to start It's on now we about to blow up uh, uh, uh. Now we ready 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 Make a brother wanna get off and for hit book up oh uh, we cross on uh, no Mr. Hitcher up, we're about to start It's so now we about to blow up uh, 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 uh. Now we ready now we ready now we ready, now we ready. Now we ready, now we ready, now we ready. Uh-huh. Make a brother wanna get off and fuss, get book, cut, uh, we quunk, show, no. up. We cross, oh no. Miss Daw, hit your we must star. It's so now, we now we now, uh, 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 now we ready, now we ready, now we ready. Now we ready, now we ready, now we ready, yeah, yeah. Make a brother wanna get off and fuss, get book, uh, we call no uh, uh, Miss Daw, uh, hit your uh, start, it's uh, so now, uh, we about to blow up. Uh, 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 now we ready, now we ready, now we ready.
0: You're listening to Real Talk with Pastor Sego right now on TPV Radio.
3: Well, hey, hey, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. That was Mr. Dale. I'm ready, and yo, we are here with uh, Councilwoman uh, Melissa Brown. We're getting in we're talking about community and she is um Colleen a colleen city councilwoman uh very 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 strong colleen city uh councilwoman who was just sworn in so uh councilwoman, so so how often do uh are the are the uh, the the meetings held and I know that they that you have them on Facebook live as well, but how often are they held?
4: Typically, we have one every other or every single Tuesday at five o'clock. Uh, okay. This month, December will be different because the holiday season, and then we never have meetings on the fifth Tuesday of the month.
3: Okay, all right. But people people can go on the Colleen uh, Colleen uh, City homepage, and they can they can see all the dates and times and schedules and things like that, though, right?
4: Yeah. So if you go to colleen.texas.gov. Right there on the front page, it'll show you when the city council meeting is coming up. You can pull up the agenda. You can pull up every item that will be discussed. You can get all the details that will be discussed. So that way you can come out because it's a public meeting, and you can speak about any of it that you want to, but you'll know in advance what the council is going to be discussing.
3: Gotcha. Okay. So, hey, this is real talk, right? So (laughs) I got a question for you. So, no, no, it's not. It's not gonna get you in trouble. And look, so, so is it is it tough being um uh being in a a part of something where where everybody has uh, different thought processes and different ideas and different thoughts and everybody has different attitudes. Uh, Has it been difficult so far within just being sworn in? uh within a week and be real, it's real talk. This is what we do. We talk
4: real. You know, I think the first week is probably going to be the nicest week that we have cuz everybody's so new we're getting to know each other. Um, so far we've all agreed on most of everything. Uh, but eventually, it so it's like being in a marriage, right? You get into a relationship, everything's really good and and you find out what you have in common. And then as time goes on, and topics can let you find out what you disagree on, and you start to decide how you're going to get through those things. And, and sometimes you argue. Um, sometimes you're going to disagree, but it's all about learning how to do it with respect, right? Because you can disagree with somebody a hundred percent, but as long as you do it with respect, everybody can work together. We can still do what we feel is best for the community. And at the end of the day, there's two people you have to answer to. You have to answer to yourself and you have to answer to God.
3: Mm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So so right now, I guess we can say right now, the the, the new city council is in the the newlywed phase, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah,
4: we're in the newlywed phase, but... Um, we're going to see. I, I'm always, I never try to prejudge people. I always give everyone the benefit of the doubt. I want to see what's going to happen. I believe that we will all do our best to work together, but we do have two, three, two ideas on a lot of things. And so it's a matter of how do we work it out so we can come to a compromise or right. is it going to be forcing that the will of the majority, right? Because it yeah. only takes four people to make up the majority.
3: Right, right. And, and and exactly what you said, you know, I think I think when 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 we all understand that, you know, it's not about us; it's about something bigger. You know, this is about the 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 city of Killeen. So I think when people are able to take their own personal their own personal things out of what's on the table, and look at look at the big picture and say, hey, well, what's going to be best for the city of Killeen, you know, and it could be something that you could be totally opposed to, you know, but, and correct me if I'm wrong, but if it's something that you're totally opposed to, but you look at the bigger picture and you can say, well, this is going to be good overall. This is going to be good for the city of Killeen and the people of Killeen. So you have to look at it both ways. You may not agree with it, but what's going to be best for, the
4: people in the city. Right. So that's the thing about being an elected official. It's not, it's not just my opinion that matters, right? Because I got yeah. elected by people because they felt like my ideals and my, my decisions would align with what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... That doesn't mean that it's my in the necessarily council. I feel like it's my responsibility to still be out in the community talking to people. So even if I'm personally against it, if I feel if it becomes to a point where the fact say it's in the best interest for the long term community and or the majority of the community members want it, then it's my responsibility to vote for what the community wants, not what Melissa Brown wants. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
4: I think we lose that sometimes. I think once people get elected, you know, at the beginning, is, it, it's fresh in our minds, and I think at the time, it becomes something people lose. So that's, that's actually why I'm at Condor right now. We've got a huge decision coming up in three weeks. I know how I personally feel about it, but despite my personal feelings, it's not just my opinion that matters. The more people in the community I can talk to, the better I can gauge where they're coming from. So if I can come over here and talk to the people who it will directly be affecting then that is where I feel like my responsibility lies
3: right now so so by by being a part of the of the city council um, does that remove you from a lot of the things that you were that you were able to do um, before as just um, Melissa Brown but now since you're uh, councilwoman brown is, does does that Based off of you know, I know there's conflict of interests and things like that that you have to deal with. So does that does does that remove you from a lot of the things that you that you uh, that you were able to do before? Because you know before uh, you know we would you know we would be out at the, you know at the rallies and the things like that, and you know we would see each other. So uh, now being a part of the city council, does that remove you from a lot of those things or the ability to to go to a lot of those things now?
4: Absolutely not. So I'm still, I may be uh, councilwoman Melissa Brown, but I'm still Melissa Brown. So I still am the same person I was on November 2nd. And that's one of the first conversations that that I had with the city attorney after the election. Um, As long as I go out and I don't say I'm representing myself as councilwoman Melissa Brown, or I'm representing myself as part of the city officially, then I can be there as Melissa Brown. For the community and, and still support every single thing that I used to do, and that is my full intention. So you'll still see me everywhere. You can't get away from me. <laughs>
3: okay, I was just make I just making sure now I don't have to I have to check on you. And say, hey, uh, look, a council a councilwoman in all caps. Uh, where are you at? <laughs> you know. Uh,
5: <laughs>
3: so <laughs> so, but but that but but that's good though. But but there are there are some events that you will be representing the the city, or some events that you will be at that you will be representing, or that you will have to represent the city of Killeen at as well, though, right?
4: Correct. So this morning, uh, there was a the groundbreaking for the National Mounted Warfare Museum, and I went out as a guest to represent the city uh, for the the event of groundbreaking the museum.
3: Oh, okay. So, okay. That's good now, where's the museum at? what can you what can you even say about anything about the museum right
4: now? <laughs> uh, so the hope is that the museum will be finished within the next two years that they they've already started uh dig, doing all the digging to get the foundation laid and everything um It's already been approved through Congress so it's it's in the process it's going. And this is another one of those decisions that was made years ago, but now yeah. the current council we have to we have two choices right We can either be angry about it or we can make the best of it and I'll be fully honest when the first, the topic first came up, I was not in favor of it. uh I am still not in favor of the city submitting uh giving money to it and supporting it financially out of tax dollars. However, <clears throat> the decision was made before I got here. It's going on. I can't stop it. So now what right. I can do is support the, the success of it as much as possible to make sure it's successful yeah. so that the overall grand vision and purpose of it serves the best interest of our community.
3: That's good. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think, I think we all get ourselves involved with that because, you know, um, when – before I retired from the army in 2018, you know, you you you're coming to a new unit, and there's so many things that have been put in place by that old leadership, that leadership prior to you coming over. So, you know, it's some some of those changes are are difficult to change. You know, it will take you just just as much time as trying to change it as it took for them to implement it. So you know when you when you get those changes, sometimes you just have to say okay hey it's it's is it's, it's the bigger picture is good for you know the community or the people or the unit overall, so you know you can you can support the success of it so 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 what has been all right, don't forget you already know the title of this miss miss councilwoman miss Brown. This is real talk. so what has been the most difficult thing so far? That you have you have dealt with that you can that you can talk about um, and things like that. Now I know that dealing with the community is kind of is kind of is kind of difficult. I, mean, I don't know if you that you've had any any kind of um, I want to say bad run-ins, but if you've had any any tough conversations with any of the community yet. Um, so so far within this week that you've been in, and I know there's a lot of stuff coming at you. What's been the toughest thing you've dealt with so far within? This thing. So, uh, so wanna, my,
4: phone number, my phone number is public information is out there. So I tell you, like, one of the frustrating things today, I got a random text message from somebody who wants to be my sugar daddy. So it's, there, there's a harassment issue that could come along <laughs> with it. Um, you always are going to have your haters and your doubters who make those negative comments to you. And I've gotten used to that because I've been so out there in the public But for me. And because of who I am and, and how I operate, the hardest part for me has been talking to members of the community who have issues that I know that I have no control over They um, want me to help to fix something that I am not in a position to fix, that I don't have the, the direct line of connection to get them to people who can fix it for them. And to me, it's, it's frustrating as an individual because, I want to be able to help everybody as much as possible. So when I'm getting phone calls and messages from four or five people in a week telling me about how they're about to get evicted and what can we do to help them and if there are any services that have money left to help give them the money to stay in their, their home. And we're running out of those resources. And I can't force the federal government or the state government to give us any more money to help. And we can't force landlords to allow people to stay in their homes and we can't set rent rent control right now. Um, that's a problem to me personally. That hurts me. And that that's the most difficult thing is knowing there are things coming to me that I physically can't do anything about yet.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And then a lot of times when those people come to you with those issues they they get angry with you. Like you know, because like 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 you know, like there's something that you can do right away when in actuality your hands are tied and you just can't do anything. There's just some things that you can't do that are that, that goes beyond your power, um, as a as a councilwoman, um uh to to do, you know. So right. let With me that, ask you to, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Well
4: no, it's okay. I was just gonna say I'm fortunate enough that, that I've been in the community now. People know when they call yeah. me, I'm, I'm giving them the straight answer. I'm not going to give them something that's sugar-coated or political or BS. So they don't necessarily get angry at me. I can hear the disappointment in their voice, and that's the part that eats me up.
3: Yeah, yeah. And you know, I think I think what 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 has made it so easy for you. Um, I know it's 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 a transition, you know, on paper and it's transition of position. I think you've been so involved in the community so much already. It's like, you know, when people, uh, before when you was just Melissa Brown and now, you know, you become councilwoman Brown, I don't think a lot of people were, probably weren't surprised. They were just waiting to say, well, how long or saying, Hey, it's about time, you know? Um, you so, know, So I think that, you know, I think that transition was probably a seamless transition because, you know, you were already involved in the community. You understood the stuff that was going on in the community. You understood what the community needed. You understood that, you know, the problems and the the hurts Mm -hmm. and the pains of the community. So it was almost like a seamless transition for you. Yeah, so So, that
4: advance, that being in the community helps to also, I feel like if you want to represent anybody uh, in a government position you should be familiar with how it's been operating the stuff that's going up because we don't like i said we don't get a warm-up period there is no teaching you how to swim it's day one here's the the 20 meter diving board into the the ocean and go swim um and so if you're not if you haven't been keeping up if you haven't been at meetings and following what the council's doing, that transition I think is harder. But the mm. fact that I've been there so much and talked to them so much and been so involved with the council, not just with the community, but with both sides of it, I think that has personally helped me.
3: Yeah, because you because you know how you know how it runs, you know the uh, the, the the language, you know the, the jargon that's used, and you you have you have a great understanding of. Of what goes on actually at those meetings, so I think that's great. And you know, I think many people probably thought like I like I thought like, well, it's about time, or what took what took so long, you know. So so let me let me ask you this last question, uh, Miss Councilwoman. So I know we talked about uh, organizations. Um, so have you seen, and this is real talk, have you seen more? Outside organizations that want to be more involved when I say outside well, let me, let me put it like this. So are there more uh, church organizations that would like to be involved in the community or are there less church organizations that you see that want to be involved in the community? Do you see more, more or less of church organizations um, that want to be involved in the community? Because I've said over and over on, on the show that I think that there are a lot of church organizations that are not involved as much as they they can be. Um, it's some that can't, and it's some that can, but just don't. So, do you see a lot of church organizations in this clean area or in the clean area that are not involved as much as they should be?
4: So, based on the number of churches that I know we have in the city of Killeen, I, I believe that we could have more churches involved even if it's not monetarily, because to be involved, it doesn't have to be monetarily at all. Um, What I think I see is there's more of a desire, but there's more of a competitiveness among churches. We have more community organizations of civilians, just residents coming together, wanting to do things that are more willing to work together. But I see in the church community, there is that competitiveness of wanting to be the church we are the come-to church, the go-to church who's going to help, who's going to do this, and we're going to be responsible for this part. And, you know, for example, Saturday, we've got two different churches doing food handouts, which is great. It's awesome, but how much better could it do if we had one of those churches doing it this week and the other church doing it next week because there's going to be another need coming up next week. So we coordination get together coordinate work together with each other no one has to be the star because when when we come together and we work together and bring the community together then everybody shines yeah
0: and and you know
3: and i think you might you made you made a great point that there. um 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 she um okay so i just got a i just got a, I got a question from my engineer that came on so um um, I think that you have some people on the line. Let me make sure that I'm correct on this. Um, if anyone's on the line to ask you questions, let me, let me check with my engineer and make sure uh, that they did, that this is correct. Um, but as you were saying as well, um, I think that there's too much competition between uh, uh, the, the the churches. Um and the churches should be uh coming together to make this thing um to to make this thing do better. So right. okay. He he just he, he just he just corrected me and said that uh there, there are no questions. I thought uh there were um, there were two questions on the line For you um, so he said no They're not so and, and absolutely right What you said I think these churches uh, A lot of the churches in the clean community Are a period Maharka um, Heights community uh, Cove, uh, Temple wherever need to uh, Come to come come Together um, To Do more in the community for instance um, I think During the time of Christmas or Thanksgiving and Christmas time there are so many organizations so many churches that do the food give out which is great which, which is which which is, which is which is absolutely great I understand that but um, people have to eat more than just Thanksgiving and Christmas so what um, uh, what 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 what, what happens during the rest of the months, you know? Where are all the churches at during the rest of the months? And there are some that do these things do, you know, during the rest of the month, but they, okay. get so focused, they, 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 they get so focused on Thanksgiving and Christmas that they forget about everything else because that's the time everybody wants to shine.
4: We we forget about June, July, and August
3: when the kids are home from school
4: um, right. because not everybody can get to the school to pick up that free lunch and breakfast. Uh, you know we forget about even when kids are in school they might get lunch and breakfast at school but what are they going to have for dinner when they get home
1: so like I said
4: I grew up in that situation where dinner would a lot of times be cereal but then you get the powdered milk and you add water to it and Mm -hmm. then you drink I don't know if that's just our family, but you, when you get desperate for food or you, you get the ramen dinners every night because they're cheap, but they're not so yeah. good for you. And right. we wonder why people are not healthy, but we bring them up from kids because we don't have a choice. You know, if right. everyone had a choice, they, wouldn't, they would love to be able to do the best. But you do the best that you can given the situation that you have.
3: Right, right. Well, some of that stuff was real good because, you know, the the, the big peanut butter in the can, that made some good peanut butter cookies. Made some real it, good peanut butter cookies. It did so until
4: <laughs> the grease started cooking
3: out. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And the That's cheese true. was good,
4: though. The cheese yeah, never absolutely.
3: melted, but it made the best grilled cheese sandwich. It did. It did, and it never and, and <laughs> it, it, it never, it, it never cut even. It was just kind of cut. It was big at the top and small on the bottom, so...
4: Always.
3: So but yeah, but I but I but I will tell you though, um you, you 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 you've seen a lot of things. As a matter of fact I know that you you've uh you've assisted and put it out with uh blessings on the block community outreach. So uh we try to get out there as much as we can. Uh T B V radio, um we try to get involved as much as we can, you know, and I know you you've partnered me with a few people and then truly thank you for that. From the heart from blessings on the block for for allowing allowing those, those those partnerships to to come together um and things like that so you you continue to do great stuff in this community so um ladies and gentlemen, this is uh councilwoman melissa brown um the the i like to call her uh aka the the, the lady of the city uh of mm-hmm. lean um she's been doing great things ladies and gentlemen. And um, if you need her, all you have to do is look up Councilwoman, Colleen Councilwoman Melissa Brown, and she will she will do everything she can. And don't call her and text her at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, okay? Don't do that. But <laughs> if, if you need her, she will be there. So, Councilwoman, we're about to get out of here. You want to send some shout-outs to, to, to your people, to whoever it is out there, your husband, your daughter. You, the floor is yours. Send, send your shout-outs.
4: Hey, so I have to, to sincerely thank and appreciate and send all the love to my husband, James, my daughter, Michaela, my son, Jaden. They've been 100% supportive of me all the time I've been out in the community, not just when I was running for, for office. But every time I say I've got to go to a community event, they're like, go have fun, Mom. We'll see you when you get home. Um, to all the people who came out and voted for me, to all the people who couldn't come out and vote but who supported me, um, and to, to everybody who didn't but who is now putting their trust and their faith in me and giving me at least the faith and the opportunity to help lead them and to help assist them. Um and even to people who don't like me I appreciate you too Because for everybody who doesn't like me And gives me that negative It makes me stronger And it helps push me further And know where I need to improve
3: Amen, amen So, well thank you so much A hey, congratulations again I think I congratulated you about 12 <laughs> times Via via text message Say hey congratulations I'm proud of you so, But I, I, am, I am very very proud of you For uh, for doing this, and I know that you are going to make some um, make some changes uh, in the city of Colleen. So I do appreciate you, and I salute you for that. So, ladies and gentlemen, we had Miss Melissa Brown, Councilwoman Melissa Brown, here on Real Talk on tonight. So again. Hey, don't tune in next Thursday because next Thursday is Thanksgiving, and if you tune in, you'll be here by yourself. So we're not tuning in on uh, on next Thursday. So again, hey ladies and gentlemen, you were on a real talk with Councilwoman Melissa Brown. I uh, thank you for being with us, and thank you for riding with us for just a little bit. And hey, this is your brother, your cousin, your nephew, just inside the barrio Fago with real talk, and I'll see you soon. One. Tell
0: PV Radio Central Texas. plus.